They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week we're talking ice cream. It's getting hot. Summer's about to start, and so we thought it would be a good time to introduce the ice cream zone at the Combini. We walk you through the lay of the land, talk about the different ice boxes you find, and then introduce some of the legends of the Combini ice cream world. Matt picks up one of the most shocking losers we've seen in a while, and to close it out, Mike introduces his family's experience with Lawson's Okasan Shokudo. Now let's head over to the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Uh, it's going great, Mike. You know, we had a bit of a heat wave here in Cambridge early in the week, uh, but now it's back down to normal temps. I was sweating, sweating, sweating. Uh, pretty much ate my body weight in popsicles over the course of three days, but uh, thankfully it's back to uh, nice cool temp here. But uh, how are things over in Kudo Bay? Well, Matt, um, yeah, a little bit of update on my side. Uh, last week, it was, as we were talking, I had this issue. About 11 o'clock each night, um, the uh, bread factory right next oh, door yeah. starts just slamming machines together. And um, it's been getting hard to sleep. Um, mm. And Matt, I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, you know, where you're I'm burning the candle at both ends, you know. Um, <laughs> Well, I feel like, Matt, right now I'm getting burnt at both ends because for the past week now, around 5 a.m. each morning, so, you know, behind my house we have a little park. Uh Um, So, I don't know, apparently in Japan people don't have lawnmowers because for the past week I've woken up to the sound of like four weed whackers. There's this group of guys. They're they're yeah. they're mowing the lawn basically with weed whackers. With weed so they're whackers. Going, they're going through this big field just with weed whackers. And so yeah, man, I've been hard, you know, it's hard to get to sleep and then when I do wake up, you know, I got the weed whackers out. But I will say, you know, things are pretty good. Had a good day and um so you know, I'm 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 hanging in there, but uh yeah, doing all right. That's tough. I, you know, I worked a golf course one summer, the old Muni in Worcester, and a um, big part of my job was weed whacking. I'd be out mm. there, you know, six hours a day whacking weeds, and, um, you know, I'd go put my head on the pillow at night, close my eyes. The only thing I could hear was, <laughs> that's a sound that it, it never leaves you. So, um, God willing, those guys will be done weed whacking that field. Soon. Someday, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, okay, Matt. Um, Hey, actually, you know, for our YouTube listeners, maybe they're looking at our backgrounds here, and they're kind of wondering what's going on. Um, Matt, what what, what are we talking about today? Well, Mike, I mentioned, you know, it was hot as hell here. No doubt it's getting hot as hell in Japan. It's summertime. And what better way to cool off than hitting the konbini and grabbing an ice cream. The konbini, wow, Mike. We're digging into the ice cream scene at the konbini today and uh, giving what we think will be a pretty thorough overview of what you can enjoy Mm -hmm. at Family Mart, Lawson, Mini Stop, etc. When it's too hot, you gotta cool off. Yeah. 
Yep, that's right, Matt. We're talking Kombini ice cream. And I would say of the, the many zones at the Kombini, you know, the drinks, the hot box, you know, there's a bunch of stuff. The ice cream zone at the Kombini is one of the best. Um, and like you said, Matt, we're going to give a little bit of an overview to start and then maybe talk about some of those favorites that we love from the Kombini. So here we are, Matt. So what we're looking at right now is one of the versions of the ice cream section at the Kombini. This is the sort of open air version of the Kombini ice cream zone. Um, Matt, like what, what do you expect when you're looking in this sort of zone here? Well, first of all, I just want to say this is one of the great innovations at the Kombini, the open air freezer. You don't need to, you don't need to push open a door. You know, this is sort of the, uh, you know, Toyota style. They got rid of some unnecessary motion there to grab your ice cream. When it's 100 degrees and 200% humidity, you got to just get in there quick and grab grab your ice cream. What you're going to find in here, you know, you got you got some solids. You got a lot of stuff on sticks. You got your you got your parms. You got your almond bars. You got you got stuff coming out of a tube like the Papakos. You got your classic Pinots. You got your Gatti Gatti Coons, the ice the ice bars. Mm. Um, this is sort of uh it's it's not your premium stuff. Uh, it's more kind of low mid-tier ice cream, but mm-hmm. big wide selection in the open air freezer. That's right. Yep. And, um, you know, usually I'd say recently, this is the, this is the sort of zone you'll be looking at, but, um, there is one other sort of, uh, rendition of the, um, the Kombini ice cream freezer. This one actually has the doors, um, where you come in, you kind of slide the door open, you look for what you're looking for and you, you reach in there and grab it. Um, but like you said, Matt, this is not exactly where you're going to find your premium. And actually, I don't, for our YouTube viewers, we don't actually have a picture. This is, there's, there's, a, there's a special little freezer um, that has the premium uh, ice cream as well, right? Yeah, that's right, Mike. There's a premium freezer located in the back of the Kombini. And if you got a few extra yen clinking around in your pocket, that's where you want to head. That's where you're going to find the stuff like the Haagen-Dazs Crispy mm. Sando, okay? Uh, it's probably where you're going to find some premium soft serve ice cream encased oh, yeah. in a plastic shell. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where you're going to find a lot of the, the, the richer, creamier stuff. The ice cream is going to be less full of air, more full of, well, frozen cream. All right, Matt. So we gave him the lay of the land, you know, this is where you want to go when you get that ice cream. But I thought, Matt, you know, there are tons of different types of uh, Kombini ice cream. Each week, it seems like there's a couple new um, ice creams out. But I thought it would be a good idea for us to take a real quick look at some of the legends that yeah. you're probably going to see if you go to the Kombini, regardless when you go um, and what season. So, Matt, let's just get started. Um all right, I've thrown something up on the screen here. Matt, what, what is this? This is Tsukimi Daifuku, but what, what is Tsukimi Daifuku? Tsukimi Daifuku, Mike, we're looking at a uh, mochi, like a Daifuku mochi uh, mm-hmm. shell that's been stuffed with, in this case, vanilla ice cream. Okay, mm-hmm. so you got that chewy, sticky mochi stuffed with vanilla ice cream. Okay, this is really one of the great innovations out of Japan contribution to to uh really glow this has become a global phenomenon now you can't really uh go anywhere in the u.s without seeing 
uh, ice. Mo- they call it mochi ice cream here in the U.S., which describes mm-hmm. it fairly accurately. But this has become, you know, this is sort of the Ichiro of ice cream, if you will. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it, it, it has really just uh, popularized a uniquely Japanese product, mochi, in a way that everybody has come to love, at least here in the United States. But I expect globally. Yeah, yeah. And of course in Japan. Um, usually it comes, yeah, in this little uh, this little box here, usually you get two of these little guys. Um they're great. The the outside little um, mochi soft uh, skin is really nice combined mm. with that uh, with that inner um, ice cream as well. But okay, Matt, let's go on to the next one. Um, here we go. We're talking about Matt. We're talking Pinot. Um, there's no doubt Pinot is one of the greats. So what is Pinot? It's um, this is. The, what you're seeing on YouTube, this is actually like a Snoopy-themed version, but it's a small box, and inside that come about maybe eight or nine um, of these little, they're almost like Hershey Kiss size, maybe a little mm-hmm. bit bigger. Um, they're just a soft, um, thin shell of chocolate on the outside with um, ice cream, vanilla ice cream in the middle is the sort of standard version. Um, Pinot's, you know, I mean, it's it's ubiquitous, it's everywhere. Uh, it's great to share with your friends, um, and it's just, yeah, definitely a legend. Yeah, if it's party time, you got to bring a Pinot. It's mm. great to share, and the box yeah. is designed to be shared. You pop it, you open it wide open from the front. Oh, yeah. Everybody can gra- grab a Pinot very easily. They even have some boxes that mix up the flavors a little bit, but no doubt the classic vanilla encased in that thin, crispy chocolate shell. Hard mm. to beat it. Yep. All right, Matt, going on next. One of my favorites. We're talking about the Jumbo Monaka. Matt, um, what is Monaka and what, what are we looking at here? This is maybe my favorite, Mike. Monaka yeah. is a light, airy wafer that encases usually vanilla ice cream but it the vanilla ice cream sometimes is stuffed with like chocolate sauce a chocolate Mm. bar but it's that wafer it's that crispy airy wafer that is just outstanding Mm. and i'm waiting for this one to become a global phenomenon as well mike because there really isn't an equivalent to monaka outside of japan as i've seen it so, uh, no, waiting for this to uh, blow up. Yeah, yeah. No, Monaka, definitely one of my favorites as well. I love it. It's big. It's you got this bar with the wafer on the outside, mm. that ice cream on the inside. And then, yeah, my favorite's the chocolate bar that sort of like goes through the middle. Um, yeah, Monaka is one of my go-tos. Um, it's I, it, it, I love it because I, I love, um, you know, like uh, ice cream cones and it's almost like that, but like yeah. a soft version Softer. of that wrapping it. Yes. Maybe like a, almost like a, a ice cream taco or something, but like a softer oh, version God. of that. Oh, yeah. Also, unlike an ice cream sandwich where your fingers are no doubt going to get stained with some of that chocolate soft cookie, Monaka, it, it's not that. So you can just hang on to that Monaka. Oh, and yeah. chomp it down you're gonna stay oh, clean the yeah. whole time so it's uh it's a fantastic product oh yeah oh yeah all right matt going on next to hey hey now this is a legend right a legend. here matt yes. what we're looking at is gardi gardi coon um that's the name of the product it's it's a bar it's a bar ice cream but 
the ice cream is is just um, ice. It's just uh, flavored ice. And so it's really crunchy. Like they call it gari gari kun because you bite in there. It crackles because it's it's basically, yeah, just ice on a, on a stick. But um, they have a bunch of different flavors. Um, I think one of the, the, the classics is the soda flavored. Um, soda being like the um, like a light um, carbonated beverage, but like a, um, like a Sprite almost, I guess. Um, mm. But um, yeah, I, I like Gari Gari Kun. It's not something I seek out, but I, but I love it. it it's a classic and it's always fun to have. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see. Gadi Gadi Kun is almost like an emergency item when it's yeah. hot out. You go oh, there yeah. if it's hot. You just want a block of ice on a stick that's been mm. lightly sweetened, mm. and you just suck that boy down. Bring the body temp three, four degrees. You're good for the next fifteen, twenty minutes until you got to go back to the conveni and pick up another Gadi Gadi Kun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, great simple item, a classic. Yeah, and I, and I will say we often talk about how many types of kar, uh, karage kun they are. Gari gari kun also has. I mean, it's it's got to be in the hundreds or hundreds. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Hey, hey, hey. Now we're talking, uh, Matt. We're looking at the giant cone. What is the giant cone? Well, the giant. Everybody knows the giant cone because this exists all over the place. It's a cone, yeah. mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream. Layer of chocolate on top, mm. pile of nuts on that, and then it's got that secret pool of fudge sauce at the bottom oh, of the cone that you always yeah. forget about until you get to it. Uh, giant cone, this thing exists in all kinds of names across the world. This is like French fries, it's like Coca Cola. All humans like the giant <laughs> cone. <laughs> Yeah, I actually last week um, of of we picked up our underrated items, and this is one of mine. So you know, I don't have to say much else. Um, I I don't know. It was maybe thinking more and actually looking into things this week. Like calling this underrated maybe is a little bit uh, sketchy because I mean, yeah, it's universally loved. It's it's one of the greats, and um, oh man, I love this. All right, Matt. Hey, going on to our friend Parm. So, what is Parm? This also exists throughout the world. This is a ice cream on a stick. It's vanilla ice cream, and then on the outside is just some a thin layer of chocolate. Um, so it's just basically a chocolate uh, popsicle stick. Um, yeah, I gotta be honest. You know, like Parm, it's it's just so basic that I, I never really grab it because you know I, I like get thing, getting things that are a little bit more exciting. But um, people love it, um, and uh, you know I, I I have to agree. I mean, it, it it it's a staple. Yeah, Parm. Who doesn't like uh, vanilla ice cream on a stick encased in a hard chocolate shell? I mean, it's fantastic. I will say, I would if it's available. I'd rather a Magnum because cool. Magnum does have richer ice cream in a. A, a more substantial outer shell but parm it does the job you know it's a it's a nice product definitely uh and it's 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 cheaper than a magnum so a little bit you know more available to uh to the public out there yeah all right matt well moving right along um hey we got one of the greats right here matt um we're talking poppico and um what is poppico Poppico is an ice cream. There are two of them. They come in a set um, to share with your friend. And what they are is they're, they're ice cream, and they're in the shape of like small colas or like small bottles that are plastic. 
And basically what you do, you crack, you tear them apart, give one to your friend, then you pop open the top, you snap it open, and then you just suck that thing. You just push it and just suck that, uh, that ice cream out of there. The, the most popular version, the, the, the classic, is the chocolate um, flavored Poppyco, but um, there are other flavors as well. Vanilla is popular as well. Matt, uh, what, what do you think of Poppyco? I do enjoy a poppycoat, Mike. I kind of lost you with share it with a friend. You know, I oh. suck those boys down like a, <laughs> you know, again, if it's hot out, you're going to pull that tag like it's a frag grenade and you're just going to blast <laughs> through those boys, sucking it down until your eyeballs fall out of your head. I do love the sucking that takes place with a oh, poppycoat yeah. because you want to oh, get every yeah. last drop. You know, you're going <laughs> to suck that thing until you got a hernia. You know what I mean? That's when you know you're done. Yep, yep, yep. All right, Matt. Well, speaking of sucking until you get a hernia, <laughs> we've come to Coolish. So what is Coolish? Coolish is, it's a bag of ice cream, ladies and gentlemen, with a with a little spigot for you to just suck it out. So Coolish, yeah, what else can I say? Um, we've talked about, like, um, jelly in a pack, in a sack. We've talked about, there are various sack-themed items at the convenience where you just suck things out. This is the ice cream version, and it's great, you know. Um, yeah, sorry. What, what what do you think about Coolish? All right. I've, I'll admit, I've never had a Coolish. I make a lot of Coolish jokes on Twitter as if I'm an mm. expert on Coolish. I've actually never had one because I was a little skeptical of ice cream in a bag. Mm. Um, but like you said, most good things come in a bag at the convenience, yeah. and so it's a yep. big regret of mine to never have had a Coolish and again, you get the suck. You got a nice nozzle. I will say the coolish nozzle. That's one of that's one of the oh, best yeah. looking nozzles. I mean, that thing yeah. looks like you're you know you could fill up a can of diesel with that thing. <laughs> um, it's just a it, it looks outstanding. And plus, since it's a pouch, you can you get a little help from your hand, giving a little squeeze there. You know, you oh, can yeah. get every, every last bit out. Unlike oh, a yeah. papico, where you're doing you know your your lungs are doing a lot of work to get that ice cream out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, hey, we got one more guy to talk about here, and um, I'm just going to give you the floor. What, what are we looking at here? This is the Hagen dazs Crispy Sando, Mike. And uh, let me tell you something, everybody. There is no better ice cream product in the Konbini, maybe globally, than the Hagen dazs Crispy Sando. Okay. Yep. Hey, I can't afford to stay at the Peninsula Hotel. Okay, I can't afford to fly first class. I can't afford to launch myself into outer space, but like Jeff Bezos, but I can afford a Hagen Dazs crispy sando. This is the most luxe item I would say yeah. at the Konbini. Oh yeah, out of oh, all yeah. the this is luxe, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You got the flaky crispy wafer cookie embossed, oh, embossed with the Hagen Dazs logo. Mm. You got the Hagen Dazs rich creamy ice cream entombed inside a thick layer of usually like caramel or chocolate mm. it is just the best ice cream product out there in my opinion yeah yeah and um like we were saying at the beginning of the show there is that premium ice cream sec like cooler at the back this is where you're gonna find this crispy sand and like you said this thing this is when you know this is it's payday. This is when you can afford to buy this thing. You know, this thing's. It, I think it's like four bucks. Four, you know, four, which is just, yeah. which is just crazy for the Combini. 
But it's worth it. When you're feeling lucky, when you're feeling hot, that's when you get in there and you grab that crispy sand and you'll never forget it. It's, it's, it really is the pinnacle of, uh, for me, for me, um, the pinnacle of uh, Convini ice cream for sure. 100%. All right, Matt. Well, hey, that you know that that sort of wraps up our sort of uh, introducing the staples of Combini ice cream. Um, but there's so much more, and I, I wanted to give a quick shout out, Matt. So when we were you know pulling together the data, the the items for this uh, for the podcast today, we came across one of the great legends, a new, I mean, up there with the Super Salary Man, a new legend in the pantheon of uh, Combini greats, um, Matt. Who were we talking about? We're talking about Iceman Fukudome and uh, his <laughs> website, Convini Ice, aka Convini Ice Mania. Mm. The website dedicated just to convenience store ice cream. Matt, um, right now, I, last I looked, uh, he's sitting at around 2,400 <laughs> reviews. That's 2,400 individual items. Um, Iceman Fukudome, he is a uh, ice cream critic. He's an ice cream expert. Um, he has a YouTube channel. He has a, a Twitter account at Iceman underscore AX. And um, yeah, Matt, um, I'd say if anybody wants to learn more, like really in depth about um, Japanese ice cream at the Kabini, definitely check him out. Yeah, Mike, I just had a look. You, you found this guy again. I agree. Absolute legend here doing the hard work. Mm-hmm. And um, also check out the Instagram page because if you're ever feeling down, you just pull up the Iceman's Instagram and yeah. boy, that'll make you happy. There are just some great shots. In fact, you know, 7-Eleven, again, they have terrible photography on their website. They got to hire the Iceman for their yeah. for their ice cream photos. He's done some fantastic work. Also, he does a great job of breaking down the ice cream by category. You can look at it from a calorie perspective, from a brand yeah. perspective, from a convenience perspective. A lot of ways he breaks this down. So this guy's doing a lot of hard work, and uh, definitely check him out. Follow him on on social, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. All right, Matt. Well, it's almost it's it almost feels bad to say goodbye, but we're gonna have to close out the ice cream segment. And you know, just everybody, it's getting hot out there. Hey, there's nothing better than going to the Combini, walking over to that open air cooler, saying, what's new today? And then picking something out. So, um, yeah, man, this is really fun looking at the uh, the ice cream at the Combini. But uh, I think we're, we're going to be moving on to the Chicky Wars. Yeah, from the cold box to the hot box, Mike. Let's see what uh, is in the Chicky Wars this week. Just one new item. This is out of Seiko Mart. We got the spicy grilled chicken. And, uh, Mike, these are nuggets here. We got four-piece nugget, grilled nuggets, dusted Mm. with spicy seasoning. What's your take Mm. on this one out of Seiko Mart, Mike? Well, um... You know, I always love to see some new some new chicken from Seiko Mart. I gotta say, these look these look pretty good. That spice is looking pretty spicy as well. Um, that is not sort of blended into the dough. This seems to be added after these are uh, grilled. It looks great. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have it. And um, yeah, especially you know in the winter, pair it with some ice cream. Eat the that spicy chicken first. Finish it up with a cold ice cream. That's a, that's how I do it. 
Yeah, I gotta disagree here, Mike. I, the <laughs> thought of a grilled chicken nugget, and these don't really have any clear shape. They're sort of balls. Um, and then right. the spicy seasoning, yeah, it definitely looks thorough, but the photo of this, you know, we've talked about how some convenient items look like they belong in a, sort of a PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 video game. This looks closer to that than actual food, so I don't no, if I, I just can't a grilled chicken nugget i just i don't know i that just doesn't sound appetizing to me and i don't know how you can get a consistent grill on it if they're balls <laughs> they're not flat these are balls chicken balls right right right, right. well fair enough I, I i i i hear you there all right well that's the chicky wars mike just one new chicky out this week um yeah. And now it's time to go on to the new item scoreboard. Here's the count this week, Mike. Family Mart, 51 new items. Lawson, 35. 7-Eleven, 95. Mini Stop, 26. Daily Yamazaki, 6. Seiko Mart, 7. New Days, 16. Poplar, we have expelled from the new item scoreboard. What's your take on the numbers this week, Mike? Um, Matt, I gotta say, it feels a little bit lonely. You know, I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting to feel this way, but... Um... We're down to seven. Um, you know, it just makes me think in the future, you know, we got Seiko Mart seven, Daily Yamazaki six. You know, are, are we going to be losing more Kombinis as the years go forward? I hope not. Um, you know, I love the the diversity that we have with all the different Kombinis. You know, it just makes me think of Circle K, you know, Matt. Oh, that was Remember so Circle K? Cool. Remember cool. Sunks? You step away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, but in terms of the numbers, um, seems pretty, pretty average um, for the most part. Seven Eleven a little bit lower than a hundred, but uh, ninety five right up there. Um, yeah, just seems pretty straightforward across the board. All right. Well, let's take a look at our winners and losers. This is where. Mike and I pick out what we think is a great item and what we think is a not so great item. We'll start with you, Mike. Your loser mm-hmm. for the week. Yep. Ooh. Yep. It's pretty good. Matt. Oh, really? Okay. So. Well, can you zoom in a little bit there? So what we're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, this is oh. protein soup. The zoom in changed my yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Protein soup. Let me describe what we're looking at here. This is a, it's called protein soup green curry yeah. so it's um protein soup green curry and the image the the sort of the cover of the the soup has the half of it is like a muscular uh woman um she has yeah. a nice six Great pack abs. and seems she's been working out after eating some protein soup um green curry so matt um i gotta be honest there's a lot that i'm not really understanding here <laughs> um <clears throat> this is from asahi and this is from 7-eleven um, first off, have you ever had green curry soup, Matt? I've had green curry. I don't know if I've had it as a soup. Right. Yeah, exactly. Me too. You know, when you eat, when you eat curry, usually you want some rice, you know, rice, I don't, yeah. or, or naan or something. Um, and they're saying there's 10 grams of protein in here. You can see there's a little spoon holding what's in there. I don't know what's in there. Um, looks to be some <laughs> corn. Little bits of chicken, maybe some bacon bits. I don't know, Matt. This is bizarre. It doesn't make any sense to me. You know, why not just make like protein shake, you know, or why don't why not just get some green curry with, with rice as an item? What are they trying to do here? You know, I understand them trying to go for healthy items, but this just seems suspicious and 
Um, yeah, just just is not for me. You know, as I think about this more, it doesn't make any sense because after a workout, you're hot, you're sweaty, and you're often hungry. And so you grab a shake so you can quickly consume a lot of calories. Yeah. But here, you're going to have to boil the water, yeah. pour it into the cup, yes. and then you're going to, what, take little, you're not going to chug a boiling hot cup of soup, <laughs> green curry soup. You're just going to take little sips of it. So this doesn't make any sense for a post-workout meal. And also 10 grams of protein, that's kind of rinky-dink there. I mean, this lady here is shredded. There's no way she's taking down just 10 grams of protein. She's looking for 40 or 50 there. Right. Why don't you just eat a salad chicken? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well, okay, I came around. That does look really stupid. Okay, my my loser for the week here, Mike, this is... uh, Cold brew coffee out of out of Seven Eleven here, but oh, okay, it's got a little it's got a little twist here, Mike. This is wow. lemonade flavor cold brew coffee. I have no idea how this got past frontline management. Who the hell wants to drink lemonade flavored cold brew coffee? This is just totally out of whack. I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know how this got approved. I want an audit of the of the management system at 7-Eleven's beverage division. This doesn't make any sense. Sour, sweet. I don't know what this is. But yeah, Mike, I can't imagine this is any good. Matt, one of the great bizarre items we've seen <laughs> in recent memory. It made me think back to when we had... Patrick, Patrick St. Michel, yeah. yeah, and he was talking about, you know, the shock factor that's, that's that doesn't exist anymore. But, well, hey, you know, UCC <laughs> might be coming back with some shock factor. Matt, there's a lot going on with this. First off, like you said, just never heard of it. Coffee and lemonade, no. <laughs> then there's another bizarre little detail. Contains no fruit juice. Oh, where's so, that? I missed that. Yeah, at the bottom oh, there left there, you can see it. <laughs> so... What do we got in there, ladies and gentlemen? Who knows, you know? What's behind the curtain? Nobody knows. Um, Wow. Um, But I got to say, I'm interested. I I will give it that. I'm interested in what this tastes like. I'm just, you know, I can imagine, you know, you get some coffee, you pour some lemon in there. That's not actually lemon. You know, just some some citric acid. And yeah, I don't know, Matt. Great pickup. This is, wow. This is a great king of a loser right here king of, king of a loser is a good way to put it there mike all right let's turn the ship around and let's te- check out some winners your winner for this week mike put it up on screen here let's oh boy hey, that buddy. i'm feeling cooler hey, already buddy Ooh, yes you are do we yes. put the ac on here whoa <laughs> damn Whew. all right man let me tell you what we're looking at here Kodawari Sakaba Lemon Sour. So this is one that, um, it's a popular lemon sour. Lemon sour, again, it's a it's a carbonated sort of cocktail that includes um, usually shochu uh, or vodka and then lemon flavoring. It's great. I love it. Um, and it's my sort of drink of choice these days. All right, Matt. Kodawari Sakaba Lemon Sour is not actually one that I, I really love because it's a little bit too sweet. But, Matt, as you can see, what we're looking at here, right in the nick of time, summer's <laughs> coming. Matt, this is the Kodawari Sakaba Lemon Sour Shio Lemon. Oh, yeah. Salt, 
lemon. <laughs> and I can just imagine how this works. You got that overly sweet Kodawari Sakaba lemon sour hit with that salt lemon flavor to kind of knock out a little bit of that sweetness. And that's going to be amazing. This is 6% as well, which I like too much. You know, things these days are way too high of percentages. And Matt, let's talk about this cover. Oh. You know, there's that famous Hiroshige woodblock print of the Japanese waves, Wave. you know, just crashing. And that's exactly what this looks like. It just blasts you and you're just feeling cool already, like you said. So Matt, this is this for me might be the drink of choice for summer. Um, I'm going to have to get out and get it. I'm excited to see what it tastes like, but um, this is looking like a grand slam for me. Grand slam. That's right, Mike. This flavor sounds outstanding. The salt lemon how refreshing does that sound and i gotta say i completely this is one of the great cans of all time here the detail on this they got like it's it's like they have uh like old-fashioned like uh papyrus paper just stuck onto that can and then yeah hiroshige from the grave may have just uh painted this can here mike (laughs) that wave you can i can almost feel it crashing on me oh yeah but oh, instead yeah. of uh, cold seawater, it's salt lemon cocktail. You know? <laughs> and I will say, so canned cocktails have really blown up in America right now. And I oh. was at a convenience store next to our office, really upscale one, kind of stupid. But anyway, mm-hmm. I talked to the guy, hey, canned cocktails blowing up. I've been drinking cocktails, canned cocktails since like 04, man. Mm-hmm. Now they're, mm-hmm. now I was trying to give my credentials. And he's, <laughs> he, he said, yeah, they, they, they came from Japan. This is the idea came from Japan. Oh. And so it's confirmed. America America's new love for canned cocktails has originated from the Japanese conveni canned cocktail. So hey, hey, thank you again to Japan and the conveni for popularizing a great one. But they got a long way to go before they're pumping out products like this, cans like this. I gotta say, Mike, this is outstanding. Yep. Yep. All right, my winner for this week, Mike. This one comes out of uh, Family Mart here, and this is um, it's a cream tapuri coffee Ooh. jelly, Mike. Okay, what are we looking oh at here? God. We're looking at kind of a lot, actually. So this is yeah. a big old cup. It's a big plastic cup, but what this is full of, we got coffee pudding on top here, and then below the coffee pudding... We have mm. coffee jelly mm. stuffed inside. And uh, Mike, mm. we talk a lot about jelly on the podcast. Coffee jelly yeah. used to really gross me out, but I got into it late in the game. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, Mike, there's something about chomping on a bitter coffee cube of jelly. Mm. And this is riddled inside of... Actually, I, I don't know if that's a beverage or if that's pudding all throughout, but yeah, this thing, it's just got shards of jelly stuffed inside, and then it's topped with a whole bunch of whipped cream on top, dusted with some cocoa powder, I guess, but um, I gotta say, this would be a nice pick-me-up. You know, you're slowing down at the office, it's four o'clock, the AC's blasting, and you oh, just yeah. need another boost. So yeah, let me grab my coffee jelly from Family Mart. 
Man, this looks, you know, I, we've almost had a theme today. You know, we're talking about ice cream, talking about things that cool you down. Um, man, this just looks amazing. Oh, yeah. In the summertime, you grab one of these. Holy moly. I love it. You've got, yeah, that, that coffee jelly and the coffee pudding on the bottom there. And then on the top, it's almost like, you know, you've got this, it's like a mountain sort of peeking its head out from, mm. out from the clouds, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got that whipped cream. <laughs> with some sprinkled chocolate on top. Man, Matt, I agree. I, I'm right there with you. I was a doubter of um, yeah. coffee jelly for a yeah, long, time. long time. And then just one day it clicked. It you clicked. know, it, it's just great. Um, it's refreshing. It's like, it's almost like a nice coffee, but like yeah. you eat it and it's, it's, it's sweet and tastes good. Um, Matt, wow. Oh, what a pickup here. You grab that uh, salt lemon chew high, and you grab Ooh. this guy right here. Sub zero. Yep, sub zero. <laughs> All right, so that takes care of the winners and losers for this week. Now it's on to my favorite segment each week. It's at the Gimba with Mike. The Gimba, of course, the place where the action happens. And Mike, you're in Japan, where all the action is happening. What do you got for us this week, Matt? This week was an interesting one. Um, so I gotta say, my my. Actually, mm-hmm. last Monday, just out of nowhere, she said, it would be really fun if we went and bought new kombini items and ate it for dinner. Like, wouldn't that be fun? And I just thought, holy moly. You know, yeah, every, every once in a while you remember, like, <laughs> I love you so much. You know, I, I, picked a, I picked a winner. You know, I picked a, you know, this is my, this is my faded partner here. Um <laughs> So yeah, she had this great idea. It was like, you know, like we talk about these kombini items. It'd be great to like have, like try to make a dinner every once in a while out of some of the new kombini mm-hmm. items. And um, so Matt, we, we said, let's let's head off to Family Mart for our first trip. And Matt, we actually went and picked up a couple, a couple things that we've talked a lot about, that, but I don't think that we've actually uh, had the chance to get yet. And that, Matt, is the Okasan Shokudo. Yeah. And what the Okasan Shokudo, Mom's Kitchen, it's basically, um, uh, it's not pre-made things. It's, well, it's pre-made in a sense, but it's basically, instead of heating it up at the kombini, um, it's something that you take home and at least in a sense cook yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we went and got some Okasan Shokudo. So let me show you, Matt, what we picked up for our picks here. Um, so we've got four items here. We've got a Nikujaga. Nikujaga is like a Japanese soup mm. sort of side item. It's potatoes and um, meat and carrots mm-hmm. in a sort of sweet sauce. Then we've got Ebi Mayo Sauce Zoe. So this is um, this is uh, shrimp with um, mayonnaise sauce. It's a pretty popular dish in Japan. Then we've got some macaroni salad. Hey, you know. And then we also have the demi glaze sauce oh, yeah. hamburg steak. Oh, yeah. You know the old classic right there. Um, and Matt, so this is I'm showing. And people are watching YouTube. You can see the right now. We're looking at the external package. And Matt, I'm just going to show you what the the sort of in like what it actually looks like, and boom, here we go. So, wow. um, yeah, um, surprisingly, looking pretty good, right? I have to say that uh, I'm gonna I'm just going to give you the ratings and then let you give your thoughts. But um, basically, we thought the macaroni salad that was a solid four, really good. Hmm. 
the uh, the Hamburg with the demi glaze sauce, also a four. Mm-hmm. The Ebi Mayo, the shrimp and mayonnaise, that was a three. And then, unfortunately, the Nikujaga, that that was a. I thought it was a one, but my my one. gave it a two. Um, it wow. was just way way too sweet. Sweet. Um, but um, otherwise, uh, we were really you know happy with what we picked up and thought thought it was great. Yeah, Mike, this is really uh, outstanding that you picked up some Okasan Shokudo product again, Mom's Kitchen out of Family Mart. Um, mm-hmm. Really interesting innovation there to make people feel like they're cooking, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, I could see the Nikujaga, I feared. You can definitely go too sweet on mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. a big risk with the Nikujaga. I got to say, those shrimps, they look like they're kind of in a bathtub of mayonnaise. Yeah. It's kind of hard to actually make out the shrimp. In there, there's so much that pool of mayonnaise is. Uh, I mean, it, you, you, if you were to ask me what's in there, there's no way right. you would be able to say there there are shrimp in there. You can't really make out the form. I gotta say, I'm pretty excited that macaroni salad got a four. But I will say, is that the whole portion there, or had you guys eaten half of it before you took the photo? No, no. Unfortunately, that was the whole portion because <laughs> that's about two bites of macaroni salad right there. <laughs> I, I think I can count eat all of the noodles. I'm looking at about, I don't know, 32 noodles of uh, macaroni salad there. So a bit of a, I think that, that could be a little bit of a sham there. But then, okay, anytime we're talking demi-glaze oh, sauce here, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, okay, this is, this is how I want to go in life. You know, when they're putting me in the ground, I just want to get a final basting on my, on my body of some demi-glaze sauce. <laughs> And that's how I want it all to end because that is the best stuff. Still, nobody knows what it is. No. Nope. Japanese demi glaze sauce. We know what it is in France. It's some, you know, rich stock from lamb bones and stuff. Nobody knows, though, what's going on with the demi glaze in, nope. in Japan. But that Hamburg, was it juicy, Mike? Because that's the key mm-hmm. there. Was it juicy? It was juicy enough. It juicy was juicy enough. enough. Yeah. And it does look they give you a nice, I mean, that's a nice. Another another little kiddie pool there of the demi glaze sauce. They oh, give you yeah. a nice nice portion there. So, wow, this is great work and wow, even more exciting than that. It, the idea was from my mind. So let's yeah. go to the conveni, make dinner out of new items. Wow, yep. wow, Mike, that's um, yeah, you picked a winner. Holy yep. moly! I was lucky. I spun the the roulette <laughs> of life and. Uh, <laughs> Things worked out, I gotta say. So, but yeah, we're gonna try to do this for uh, the other conveniences that are around us, which are Lawson and Seven Eleven. So, uh, yeah, hopefully next week we can we can do something similar. Awesome. All right, Mike. Well, that wraps up another podcast here. So, thanks everybody for listening. We want to give a shout out to everybody who's given us a chicky. That's anonymous, Jeff Bailey, crew of Japan. But Mike, a very special shout out to Carrie G. St. Michelle. This is actually Patrick St. Michelle's mom who oh. bought us 20 chickies worth oh, 100 bucks. We do fear she was trying to just give us $20. So we're going to reach out if she accidentally gave us way too much. But uh, if so, we can figure out a refund on Stripe, however that works. But just thank you so much for all of the support. And uh, wow, just more exciting that, you know, moms are listening, which is great. Yeah. Moms yeah. have never been to the convenience, which is even better. Yeah, yeah, Carrie, thank you so much. We, we 
really appreciate it. And um, yeah, we hope to keep, um, you know, providing uh, interesting content uh, that, uh, you know, will make everybody happy. So, but no, really, thank you so much. All right. So uh, please share the podcast, rate the podcast, check us out on YouTube and subscribe to see everything we're talking about. We're really active on Twitter. So check us out there. Also Facebook and Instagram. And then uh, if you have a convenient memory, convenient composition, leave it on anchor.fm slash convenient boys. We'll play it on the podcast. Thanks again, everybody for listening. And Mike, hey, I'll see you at the convenient. See you at the convenient, Matt.